Listeners, welcome to another week of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy, the final episode of 2022. As we go back through the vaults and do the old classic standby, the best of. But these are moments from beyond the paywall. I started a Ross Purdy Destroys Patreon. Uh, it's midway through last year, and one of the benefits of that was going to be a spin-off podcast called Ros Purdy Destroys Comedy After Show. Which, to be frank, was kind of ill-conceived, didn't really go anywhere, was meant to be a, a look behind the curtain, uh, beyond the mask, so to speak, where I, where I speak to the audience more intimately. But, what we ended up getting was about 16 episodes released sporadically, before it just stopped. The podcast was, well, let's just say the whole was not the sum of its parts. But some of its parts were pretty okay. And it's those parts that are going to make up the sum of the whole of today's show. Our first clip is the first opening moments of the Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy after show on Patreon. From episode 1, Covert 19. Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy! After show... That's right, it's the Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy after show. The very first episode here on this wonderful Thursday. And what a day. What a week. What a time to be starting a podcast. Uh, Lockdown 4.0. Once again, Melbourne. It's kept me out of the recording studio. So for the time being... I'm back doing Zoom shows, just into having guests on through Zoom, while I just am holed up in my little spare room, where I got a giant green screen, um, staring like right back at me, as I try to, uh, absurdly improvise with other guests. So really, just want a time to be alive, and just... Not a lot, not a lot's been happening since then. It's just trying to keep the show chugging along. Um, during this lockdown, just trying to plan some more videos um, to to release out there on the YouTubes and the TikToks and the Instagrams and just the social medias in general. So, right now... That's what I am doing, 
And if you are all here right now on the Patreon, you're probably wondering what is the Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy After Show. Well, it's the show after the Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy Show, where I just take off my little character hat, just brew up some coffee, put on a f- uh, an air con, uh, uh, air con maybe. Uh, just a pot of coffee, and just and just have have a little intimate one-on-one with you listeners each and every Thursday. None of this, none of this. I'm putting on a character bullshit. You're gonna be getting the real deal for your five dollars a month. Or sometimes, if I feel like it, I will improvise in character. Or maybe I'll do some commentary on some stuff. Or I will just talk about whatever subject takes my fancy that particular week. It's the Ross Parody After Show. It's 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 not going to be withheld to such a rigid format as the Ross Parody Destroys Comedy Main Show is. And even then, lately the format for that show hasn't been so rigid either. So, really, it's just getting a lot more content for your buck. For your five bucks. For your five buck bucks. I I don't take money anymore. I, I get a chicken box in exchange for my labor. So if you can all just record some chicken noises in, into like a thing. And just send it to me. Send it to me via email instead of paying for the Patreon. That'd be great. That's that's really what I want. That's, that's, where, that's where it's going. That's where the earth world is going. We started off with cryptocurrency, and now we're getting Chico, Chico currency. You ever heard of this Chico rolls? Well, now we're going to be having some Chico currency. And so that is a Ross Purdy destroys comedy after show. Just a little, just a bit of fun, one-on-one intimate conversations. Uh, what have I been going up, up to lately? Besides dealing with this lockdown. This, what are they calling it? This new mutated version of COVID-19. COVID well, this COVID-19 COVID covertly gone into our dang state. Now there's an outbreak. And now we're in lockdown. And of course, as, as it is repeating... We now have their online spats of, well, the government's just doing it to control us, man. And I'm like, well, they do a lot of things to control us. I don't think I don't think keeping us away from going to stores and restaurants and pumping the economy full of money is is one of them. Like I'm pretty sure, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they want that money. So, I, d- I do not think they really get anything out of this. Oh, you know, they're putting masks on you, man, to make it, you know, harder for them to identify you. All right, what? Well, that's a bad thing, isn't it? It's a bad thing. For crimes? Well, these people, they don't know what they're talking about. They keep switching between one thing and another thing. Just pretty much... Whatever's the right, rational way of looking at something, they deliberately just look at the other side of that and go, No! No! 
And is it any wonder that the podcast didn't last as long as I maybe would have hoped? Because it's just me on a microphone yapping. Aimed for about 20 minutes at least. And let's be honest, that's not sustainable. It's not sustainable for me. I need people to play off of. And one of those things I played off on on the Patreon show was audio from the very first episode of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. Here's a Patreon episode where I attempt to do some audio commentary on the opening moments of the first episode of this show, Ben Russell Destroys Comedy. People who want to use the studio next to just keep barging, just keep knocking on the door. They just keep knocking on the door incessantly. They're, 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 they're pretty much gesturing me to wrap it up. This is how annoying I am uh, many a time. I have gone over. I've gone over my recording slot. And the people, the fine people at Stupid Old Studios, they've put up with it. I would say to their detriment. I would say they've let me have free reign. I'm wrapping up. Too long. <laughs> I'm wrapping up the intro. So, uh, that'll be a journey. Uh, stick around, though. Today's guest is freaking comedy maestro, our very first guest, Ben Russell. Ben Russell. See, it's now been guy. 10 minutes. What a mustache. It's been about oh, 10 minutes, and I've only now just brought up. There's going to be a guest who's way more well-known in comedy and respected uh, than I am. Amount of mustache wax he has to log around with. And that's because I was just so young, naive, and hungry. Is freaking. And then in two years, I'm going to do a commentary on this Patreon and just be in disbelief that I've brought up the fact that back four years ago I was so young, naive, and hungry, and so on and so forth. And maybe I'll just never really learn my lesson and just keep repeating my mistakes again and again. Seems like a lot of effort. Not shaving it and just getting like a weird sort of madman beard. That's easy. Logging around a mustache. That. See, this is that's what hard, you know, this is what hard. this is this this talk about Ben Russell's mustaches. Okay, okay, today's guest Ben Russell. Uh, that's the talk that kind of like gets him on the podcast again and again and again and again, and how he just returns all my calls and messages. That's what keeps him going. He's just like, well, Ross did a really good job of like showing some love to my mustache. I mean, that beard of his, anyone can grow a beard like that. He's just not putting any effort. Dude, this mustache, around, I'm putting in effort, baby. I mean, we get into all of that. Uh, stick around and then shut up! There, they're done. Maybe I can... Maybe I can go a little bit longer. Maybe, maybe I can go a little bit longer. Maybe they're like in the toilet or something. And, oh, there they go again. Oh, that's what we go. call in the biz a punchline. Oh boy! Oh boy! This, 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 this opener! 
I subscribed royalty-free music, recorded myself uh, haphazardly saying, uh, destroy comedy, pitch shifted it, and slapped that all together at 2am in the morning just before the first episodes were going to be released. The theme song we have now is much better because it's an actual song with production and thought put into it. Welcome, listeners. This is Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. We are aware of that. And I guess I'm just so dumb, I'm not aware of that. is vaping in the corner right there like the cool boy he is. Cool cool boys vape. What an interesting dichotomy. That's for cool. That, um. It's all the lame. All my early guests vaped in the studio. I don't understand what the relevance is. I don't know why I should bring it up now. Vaping is a very popular thing, and maybe my whole disbelief of it. When it comes to t- that's the thing that's weird, and maybe in two years when I'm listening bit. back to this, I'm I'll t- call yeah, that out. Like a titan. A titan of industry. Industry. Yeah. Or a Grecian titan. Is it the Greeks? It is. It's the Greeks. Yeah. You see, I opened up the case on Ben Russell's career right here. He's not just a comedian. He's a titan of industry. He's a Greek titan as well. Uh, No one talks about this. Every time someone has him on, they want to talk about uh, the the, the little scampies and and the grub and all this stuff. But no one... No one has the cojones to talk about, like, Uh, who Ben Russell really is. Yep, that's always a good one. But, like, post the economic crash... Now that it's all gone to shit. Yeah, well, it keeps them humble, you know. Right. Because you love an underdog. Yeah, you do. And there's no... I mean, Greek Greek is an underdog. I think we all agree. And that's the thing about Greek, about the uh, anal sex move Greek... It's the underdog. You go. It, it's it's similar to doggy style. Yeah, I haven't actually seen. But you go under. It's underdog. I've seen it, but I. Haven't. That's what we were talking about, and maybe it's well, that sort of explicit sexual reference that turned lots of people away. If it wasn't for very self-indulgent, never-ending, self-repeating opening monologues, it was definitely the very explicit sexual reference to anal sex. Later on, he's going back to it. This yeah. is, you're watching, so yeah. I would say that in like Wogboy, that's his, I think we can all agree that's the apex, right. the summit of uh, anyone's career. It's his opus. It's his yeah. Uh, so, but he's I don't know if I've heard anything, again, I haven't heard anything and from Ben Russell Nick since his recording of his episode, commentating. but maybe it was him bringing up Wogboy. Yeah, I would pay. It uh, got him into some legal trouble with Nick Geopolis so because he put a, a whole, he, he took ownership of that term. And he brought up the, he brought up Wog Boy yeah, on his podcast. That's one. And maybe he'll slap yeah. with legal yeah. action. Well, and maybe he just resents me for that. Yes. <laughs> That's why I don't know. It and I haven't. Yep. And maybe it's nothing. Oh crap! One but you know what? Yeah, one more. I really do like to believe that it is just getting legal action from Nick G for bringing up Nick bringing up Wog Boy. Right. Top four. Top four. Yeah. Other times throughout the Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy After Show on Patreon, I would have some guests or some people that I'll drag along to do some more extra stuff for the paywall 
Well, now some of those moments from those episodes are going to be released from beyond that very same paywall. In this clip, I was expecting an audio engineer to come in so I can interview him. But instead, I interview an audio engineer that came with Castaway Studios in Collingwood. Mm-hmm. Fish are big listeners of this podcast. So I would have you stop that anti-fish talk. I'm really sorry. Anti-fish barrel talk. They must be gutted. Mmm. And I don't understand that. Is that... I don't get that if that's wordplay or not. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be. Hmm. Gutting fish. is a common pastime of uh, sort of beachside uh, lower middle class holiday makers. Hmm. And is that often audio engineers? No, no, we're not, we're not lower middle class, we're just lower class. Ah, no middle. No middle. Well, here's all the questions I have for the guys so far. What is your makeup routine? Uh, I'm a real proponent of natural beauty, so I... The only really thing I, I put on to enhance my beauty would be probably a little bit of, possibly a little bit of sunscreen and just leave a little bit on, a little few little white streaks to create a sort of adamant sort of vibe. But that's probably as, as good as it gets. Hmm, interesting. Sunscreen, is that makeup? It's just as close as it gets. Okay, it's just as close as it gets. Another question I have is, if a guest were to suffocate live on air and you weren't sure whether or not it was a bit or not, would you do the Heimlich on them? Yes. Yes. Even even if it probably wasn't suffocating. Do you mean choking? Yes, you mean choking. I think... I think were, I mean suffocating. I choose my words very well. If they, were, if they were suffocating, and they had a bag on their head, I wouldn't probably do the Heimlich maneuver. I would, uh, if they were kind of pointing at their mouth while suffocating, indicating there was, they were choking. I would attempt with all my strength to pick them up and turn them upside down, and squeeze them and shake them. I've often thought about it. Yeah, that is the type of things we do need for an engin- audio engineer on this show. <laughs> Don't know if this guy's ever coming, though. Uh-oh. I was asking for an interview at 7.30pm on a Wednesday, just too much. Uh, well, depends on who you're asking. If you're asking a baker, it's too much. Alright, but it's not a baker, it's an audio engineer. Completely different. Right. Audio engineers are usually at home with their families by now. Do all audio engineers have families, though? Yes. All of them? Yep. Is this where this guy is right now? Yep. With his family? Yep. That's why I can't get in and dang interview? <laughs> Most likely. But he said he was going to come. 
Oh, right. Well, that's... That's a complete... They're also quite deceitful. That's a completely yeah. different thing. Okay. Yeah. So already we're on the wrong foot with this guy. Mm. You never know. They're also very, 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 very accurate with timing. So you, if, if you said 7.30 and it's currently 7.22, then there's nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm, but I mean like turn back an hour. Oh, I see. See, when I say something like, I woke up at 1 p.m. this morning, I mean I woke up at 12 p.m. Oh. So keep people on their toes, and that's the type of boss I am, and I think that's reasonable. As long as everyone's on the same page, that'll be all right. Or one page before, well, in this case. Well, I think the show runs better when no one's on the same page. That's <laughs> where... That's where you get the interesting gold. Yes. And then the clip, the episode kind of just goes on from there. Continuing on from that. What I did. And what I do. About every year is have James the movie guy on and we talk about movies. We've had done it at least two years in a row now, about December. And from this first clip, this was a kind of tangential, tenuous runoff where I attempt to do Scarface on Repeat, Episode 2. Which was a, a podcast within a podcast within a podcast uh, that would have been exclusive to the Patreon, but that never happened. But here's episode two. And and he got and how many Corinne? He got banned from Bledeman. Yeah, he did. What did he do? I can't remember. In the midst of a crack addiction, he was backstage in Merle Merle Streep's dressing room, and David Lenneman was gonna going in to say hi to her when he saw how many Corinne going through like her purse and stuff. Oh, okay. That's you know what I was thinking of um, uh, when Crispin Glover tried to kick the Letterman in the head with those platform shoes. <laughs> what a legend. Uh, old Crispy, old Crispy Glover. Crispy Glover. Crispy Gloves. Crispy Gloves. Why can't that be a Donald Glover character? Crispy Donald Glover. Donald Glover, what was the character he played in Atlanta? T- Teddy Perkins. Right. He plays, a, wh- he, plays a, he, yeah, he plays a white man called Teddy Perkins. So I feel like he could be Crispy Gloves as well. Teddy Perkins I mean, Atla- was pretty much Crispin Glover. <laughs> yeah, <Right>? that's true. <laughs> he was very thinly veiled. <laughs> version. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to like, hijack because we already did the whole ideas for movies, but I, f- like, I feel like we have to do something with Crispy Gloves and his platform shoes because we already did the, the boots. We already did Rick James and the platform. It all, it all ties together. Everything's connected. But yeah, I just, just reminded me of that. Well, there was Joseph and his amazing Technicolor coat, amazing dream coat. Mm-hmm. 
Christmas yeah. buzz and his amazing platform shoes. <laughs> I'd watch Make that. Make a musical on that. Is it a musical? Yeah, yeah, I'd watch that. I'd be down for that. How, would, how, how, many, how many Corinne directing? <laughs> directing a musical. <laughs> that, that I'd like to see. <laughs> Uh, but yeah Scarface on repeat that's what this show is yeah gonna make it make it make it make it don't fake it mm-hmm. and now I'm just Spring referencing break. now I'm just referencing Spring Trash Humpers yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> He's, he loves just taking a phrase Harmony Korean and just running it into mm. the ground for his films Spring break forever <laughs> Spring break forever. Spring break, Spring break forever. <laughs> Just repeat it until it's golden. Until it's golden. <laughs> well, we had James Franco singing Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. And her conservative shift just ended. Right. Saying that film helped. Yes, I am. So Harmony Corinne did indeed free Britney. Yes, by juxtaposing a Britney Spears song with <laughs> criminal activity. <laughs> it took 10, you know, it took 10 years, but he finally did it. Later on, Crispy Glass will be brought up again in an episode where James and David from Hammercat would be on and it would lead to discussion that would, uh, leave James at his wits end in particular. The more and more I get him on the show, the more and more he wishes he wouldn't be on the show. But, again, he can't just stop the allure. He can't just stop the allure of coming on the podcast. And being, let's just say, verbally assaulted with non-sequiturs. Politically ambiguous non-sequiturs. Verbally assaulted with politically ambiguous non-sequiturs. That's an episode title. I don't know for what, but for something. Anyway, here's a clip. When we were joking about Crispin Glover and how he's weird, <laughs> and then Ro- Ross is like, oh, he has he's, his name sounds like Crispy Gloves. And we're like, oh, he's got Crispy Gloves. <laughs> well, oh, thank you so much for coming on today's show. <laughs> Ross, I'm never coming on your show again. I refuse. Was this better oh or worse than when I was just doing bits the whole time? This, like, what the I fuck? made you look into yourself. I was not expecting this. I was expect like, what the fuck happened? I, I apologize to listeners if there is any still listening. What the fuck was that? I don't know. To be fair, you probably, you probably got us more listeners. Just, yeah, I mean, please just yeah. don't be a fucking Nazi. Just please, please. That's all I ask. Don't don't be don't don't be a Sam Hyde. Be a Ross Purdy. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, grow a freaking spine. Choose this. Yeah. I will say to this, I'm going to plug my new Melbourne International Comedy <laughs> Festival show. <laughs> hey, hey, it's Doomsday. Is this show spreading the right message, or is it just <laughs> fencing libertarianism, making fun of both sides? I don't know. <laughs> Come and decide. James, come and see and then is, rant at me about how I'm I'm spreading is, the wrong message. In his in his joke about <laughs> taking over Joe Rogan's podcast, is Ross slowly becoming Joe Rogan? 
He wants to get that Spotify money, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? They said fuck you to Neil Young. <laughs> I want that type of power. <laughs> I want fuck you, Neil Young money. <laughs> I want that fuck you, Neil Young money. <laughs> so, in my Melbourne International Comedy Festival show, a dictator takes away um, uh, testosterone hormones and uses it for himself. Forcing doctors to give trans people a substitute masculinity substitute for those who are reassigning from female to, to male. Uh, the best substitute for masculinity you can get, which is guns. <laughs> is that is that left wing satire or not? I don't know. Is it, I don't know. Is this a bit? I don't it's, know. It's a thing in the show. <laughs> is this punching up or is this punching down? It's not. It's shooting. There's shooting no up. There's no punching. There's shooting because he gave yeah. him guns. Because he gave him guns. Can we please end? Yeah. It's really, it's really hot. I'm sweating. Can we end the yeah. show? Yeah. It's hot boy. Hot boy's coming. Hot boy's come back, and we're all sweat. We're sweat boys. I will say this one boys. last thing. I will say this one last thing before I end recording. Okay. What? Both sides are the same. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Back last year in about November, David and I did a Donda listening party. We did not make it through for two-hour epic. In fact, we stopped after about 50, 60, 70 minutes, maybe. But what you didn't hear, unless you uh, were subscribed to Patreon, was the extra 20 minutes where we go even more insane trying to make it through Donda. Here's a clip. Yeah. You know, last night I had a show. Yep. Um, on Burke Street with uh, Damien Voss. And we we're trying to get people in. So we have a bunch of, like, you know, nightclub footy boys walking by. And they're like, oh, great costume you're wearing. We we're wearing, like, Robin Thicke, VMA's Beetlejuice suit. <laughs> They're like, oh, who's going to be there? Oh, theater. Oh, better run away. Oh, wow. Oh, is there going to be any footballers? Is there going to be any TikTokers? <laughs> I'm like, no. I mean, footballers. Oh, yeah, Dustin Martin. We all don't like Dustin Martin. Ugh. I'm like, we don't have any TikTokers. We're not culturally brain dead. And they're like, well, mate, you got to hit an extra button. You got a beer gut. You got a beer gut, mate. And I'm like, I hope you get coward punched. Oh, God. <laughs> so did they end up coming to the gig? No, thank, thank God for that. <laughs> and God breathed on that. <laughs> I, I, I don't like how... I, I know Kanye's labelled himself a Christian rapper artist now I, I don't like how it's uh everything's bleeped out 
Right? Just don't swear in the first place. Yeah. For these people, you know. If you want to be clean, just be clean. No, no, don't worry. I'm all good. <laughs> I'm all good. Sure? I'm all good. I'm never gonna pass that drug test. I'm never. I'm never gonna pass that drug test. <laughs> So you just take me out of my misery and just pinch my nose so I stop breathing, Tony Soprano style. <laughs> oh no, I'm never gonna pass that drug test, man. probably made a lot of music for some of his best albums probably about the same length but he knew when to say when he yeah. knew what to leave out yeah I would love to see a revised version of Donda where Kanye just knew to leave out a few tracks and or, and, and order them in a in a, in a an appropriate way but I don't think that's gonna happen He's going to release another version, and it's going to be longer. Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be Apocalypse Now. It's just keep getting longer and longer. But without the cultural cachet of that film. Yeah. Imagine if Francis Ford Coppola brought the baby of Merlin Manson to Apocalypse Now. Oh, God. The baby don't surf, sir. <laughs> the horror. The horror. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. <laughs> and now, here is a clip from what ended up being the last episode of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy After Show. Unless I decide to bring it back. And that's still very much a possibility. If you all subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash rossperdydestroyscomedy and you can subscribe to Destroys Patreon and message me directly and say we want Destroys Comedy after show back and I'll be more than happy to oblige. But for now here's an audio clip of me from the last episode of Destroys Comedy after show where I intend to prepare for the ongoing conflict between Russia and Ukraine. This was recorded back in the very opening days. And this is where uh, the, the balloon, the balloon tree studios period. And I more than likely had a guest drop out, so I decided to record this instead. Here's a clip. Wow, 
This is all the questions that are keeping me up at night. I just... I just... I go to sleep and I get... This song plays in my head. And I can't sleep because I'm thinking about this song. And what it says about the state of the world right now. This song was a, a running joke on... On the, on the Rush Hour. And... People say The Simpsons predicted things? But I think Rush Hour predicted the Russia-Ukraine conflict. It's in the name! Rush! Russian! Russian Hour! Rush is short for Russian. It's Russian Hour! It's the Hour of Laddie Poo Poo! And that's it. And that's just this is what's got me scared. I just like, I need to buy some clothes to like, what if I get a nuclear blast of toxicity just makes me some overgrown freak and I just have these small teeny tiny clothes and I don't have the proper clothes to like, just get dressed up anymore because they're tiny, they're tiny, tiny clothes. And I'm, I'm freakishly tall now because of toxicity. That scares the living daylights out of me. Oh, God. Remember that? Remember the heyday of Vietnam? Now it's about Ukraine. Who's Paul Hardcastle? That's what I want to know. In, 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 in Vietnam, he was 19. What is this song? Whose idea was to turn the horrible statistic of 19-year-olds fighting in Vietnam into a dance song? You know, they probably thought they were like saying something super important. But no, you're just, you're just taking a horrifying statistic and you're putting, you're putting, you're putting music over it. What the hell are you doing? And that's what I'm also worried about. But I gotta like, I gotta make the new art for the post-apocalyptic nuclear wasteland. If... If nuclear missiles do blow up, and I do have a good bunker that withstands, and I have the peaches and and all the, the toilet paper rolls to sustain myself, and I become a big tall freak, but I have the proper clothes, I need to be responsible for making art. So, like, what do I need to go to do? Just do what Paul Hardcastle did and take the statistics of the war and make that into a, uh, a groundbreakingly important song. What is this? Oh, now you gotta have the, uh, 
You gotta have the soulful sing-along, right? What is this? How is this not incentive? No, they're saying something super important. What is happening? According to a Veterans Administration study, half of the Vietnam what is this? veterans suffer from what psychiatrists call post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, well, we all know that. What is this? I, I, no. No. Oh, God, what was that? Jeez. You know, all we can really hope for is that art about the war is, like, as good as, like, the mash or something like that. You know? They need a mash reboot. In this one, they're not set up in Korea. They're set up in the Ukraine. Or maybe they'll be set up in Russia because... Because Korea was the enemy of America and they set up to... If America soldiers are involved, they're gonna fight Russia, so... I guess they would set up a surgical camp in Russia. And you got Hawkeye. Who would be the Alan Alda, right? I don't know, but they have to be really good. They have to be really good at just storming into a tent and saying, this damn war, and you know, just drinking uh, martinis and hitting on the nurses in such a way that has not aged very well. <laughs> Can you have a song about suicide being painless in this mash reboot? Should be called Suicide is Super Painful, Don't Do It. And a call lifeline. That's the new song. That's the new MASH theme song for the Russia Ukraine conflict. This guy, he just wrote this song. He just he just farted it out. And now to put an end to this whole best of experience. Here is a clip where Shana Manuga from Two Little Dickheads fame started doing some hypnotherapy over Zoom for me. Because what is a Patreon exclusive podcast other than a self-indulgent way for me to do the things that I want to do? I mean, if this podcast wasn't self-indulgent enough I expected to be paid at least $3 a month to give you more self-indulgence. Here's a clip of some of that Zoom hypnotherapy to give a calming end to your 2022. Perhaps you'd like to zoom back in now, Ross, to where you are and feel this deep connection with yourself again. Connection with your bum against the couch. Connection with your feet. Connection with your neck against the pillow. The feeling of headphones against your ears and the sound of my voice. 
take you back now, back through memories, like a videotape rewinding back from today, back to when you got that job when you were 26, back to your 21st birthday, back to your 18th birthday, back to your 13th birthday, back a little bit further until a beautiful memory you can remember one of your earlier memories when you were six a time when you felt pure unadulterated perhaps you were having fun enjoying life without all of the adult responsibilities And I don't know what you're seeing now, Ross. I don't know what you're remembering. But I suppose there is pure joy with this little Ross that you're connecting with now. This little Ross who would grow up to be a comedian and a man has his own podcast, he drives his own car, he does improv comedy, this little Ross who is the foundations of joy and peace, instinctively knows how to play as children do. And perhaps little Ross has a message for you. Perhaps you'd like to get closer and have him whisper something into your ear. A secret message, a positive message. Something that you need to hear that you've forgotten. That's right. Listen to little Ross and his positive message. Look at his cute little face. Remember the games that he likes to play. Remember the joy in his heart and the infinite potential of each child which is you. Now you're going to hug little Ross, give him a beautiful, deep, magical hug because he's actually a part of you now. And we're going to press fast forward on that tape and go back through them. The birthday is up to 13 up to your 18th birthday, 21st birthday, first job at 26, back to today, 28, 27, 28, however old you are now today in this podcast with me, 
I'm just going to take a minute now, Ross, to integrate whatever messages you may have heard from little Ross, whatever moments of magic you might want to bring forward with you into your waking today. Your minute starts now. That's right, integrating, enjoying, connecting with all the good things that can come, cherry picking what works for you out of this session and throwing away anything that doesn't work for you, the choice is yours, I can't make you do anything Ross, but you can focus wherever you want to focus. Perhaps you'd like to give me one word or a sentence. If you can, some people can't. But if you'd like to, one sentence or word of what you're experiencing right now. Parents just don't understand. <laughs> Well, these have been the best moments of the Ross Perry Destroys Comedy After Show on Patreon. Thank you for listening, and thank you for listening throughout the year of Ross Perry Destroys Comedy. I hope you have a happy holiday season, and we will be back the Ross Perry Destroys Comedy Show early next year. Okay.